Hey everyone, my name is Brendan Patrick, and you're listening to the Super Lit Podcast. <laughs> wow, okay. Super Lit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBT community. Hey, everyone. Um, yeah, so I always try to get, like, a, like, spooky or something or other Halloween-esque uh, reading done for the month of October, and I recently picked up two, like, short storybooks. One of them is called his Hideous Heart, which is 13 of Edgar Allan Poe's most unsettling tales reimagined. And it also includes the original ones, which is pretty cool. Um, and the author we're talking about today is Caleb Rorick, because God forbid we don't talk about him. And the other book that he has a short story in is Life is Short and Then You Die. And these books have you know, some authors that we've spoke about on the podcast before. Like, I believe there is one by Sean... Do, 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 do. I am fucking this up already. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I know I'm right. Where is it? Did I make that up? I thought... Oh, no. I think I did make that up. Oh, I thought there was other... Like, characters. Well, I thought there was uh, other authors in here that I've read about. <laughs> my mistake. But, uh, yes, so... We're talking about these two stories. The first books, I should say. The first one from His Hideous Heart is based on The Pit and the Pendulum. Um, I was talking to my dad about this. He's like, oh yeah, that's where like someone is uh, trapped underneath like a guillotine that's going back and forth and he keeps getting lower and lower until it is about to kill this person. And I was like, oh, that seems right up Caleb's alley. <laughs> um, and the other story in... Um, the Life is Short book is called, and it's like a historical fiction thing, which is cool. This one is called, where are you? Enemy Lines. Um, so I'm going to talk about the Edgar Allan Poe book first because, um, I think I was the most excited about this one. This one's really cool because it, like I said, it's uh, a bunch of Edgar Allan Poe's stories, like, reimagined by other authors. So it's almost like when you do, like, <laughs> an acoustic version of a pop song. It's fine. I, I hate myself, too. Don't worry. Um, but Caleb's version of The Pit and the Pendulum is called The Glittering Death. And I love that. Caleb has a really amazing way of making like, spooky or scary things, like, like they're just written very well. Um, and I think that's the cool thing about Caleb's work in general, is that his writing is really superb. And these two stories don't seem 
like they're the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, oh, yes, I can definitely see that just like Caleb's other work, this is like the, like every time I've read something by Caleb, it seems like fresh and different. And I think that's the nicest thing about his work, especially since we've read three things by him and they're all like very unique in uh, the way they're written. Um, his style is specific in a way. I don't know how to describe it. It's, I really like the, just the the writing style in general. Um, I think it flows really well. Um, his hideous heart. I read while like sitting down uh, after dinner, and I literally I think I put the book down once to get tea, and that was it. Uh, and also, it's only like twenty pages. Um, and then in the Life Is Short book, I think I I had a harder time reading because it was historical. Um, but it's about someone who wants to get revenge on um, the specific Nazi who killed his father. Um, And that one takes place during when France was um, occupied by Nazi rule. And I I didn't know that it was going to be that. So when I started reading, I was like, oh, this is... I I love this. Uh, It was a really amazing story. And I didn't see the twist coming, if you will. There's a twist in it. And I didn't see it coming in any way, shape, or form, this, like, informant situation. So there's uh, this young teenage boy goes in, and I understand that we specifically talk about queer stories in this. Um, The Life is Short story, uh, uh, Enemy Lines, um, that story, there's, like, queer flavor to it, if you will. Um, Subtext, I guess. Uh, in one of the scenes, and I guess that's what like qualified that story for this conversation. Um, but I think also just in general, like Caleb is an openly queer writer, um, and it was interesting to read something that w- of his that wasn't specifically LGBT, um, just to see like what it was like. And it's not there's no romance in it. It's not anything like that. Um, it's just a kid trying to find out, (laughs) not find out, well, yeah, actually, it's about a kid trying to find out, like, who has been selling out the French resistance to the Nazis, um, and it was just very interesting, this person is very strong-willed, um, and they were a powerful teenager, you know, I, I think, um, a lot of adults discredit teenagers because they they think that they can't handle something and especially in that situation and this you know this kid is like a a badass i was when i was getting towards the end i was like oh my god yes like this this kid has really got you know a handle of things um and that one isn't necessarily specifically queer the entire time whereas in uh, the story in his hideous heart um a teenage girl gets kidnapped by someone called the judge um who has been killing people around the full moon and taking out their heart and they're supposed to fall into the cat to the categories of like the seven deadly sins and it's this uh i think her name is heather or lauren um they don't use her like name until like near the end of the the story. Um, But there's a part where the judge is, like, making her confess her sins, 
And she's like, what, what have I done? I haven't done anything wrong. Like I don't fit into the category of pride. I think it is, um, having like pride and being like boastful. And she's like, I don't, I don't think I fit into that category. Like, I don't understand. And she's like going through her head and she's like, okay, maybe if I like try to do a false thing, like if I try to falsely like apologize for my sins, this will make this stop. But it's very interesting. Um, and that one is more queer than um, our other story in Life is Short and Then You Die, um, which I love the title of. Um, but I, like, I'm like i a fan of Edgar Allan Poe's work in general just because it, I, I feel like a lot of people are. Um, it's just very like um, dark. <laughs> and I lived in Philly for a while, and I guess it's like part of being in Philly is like, being aware of Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, but I'm actually like very interested in reading the other uh, stories in here. I have read The Cask of the Armadillo. Uh, I am so bad. I always do. I always almost say Armadillo. And then I stop myself and I'm like, okay, Brendan, we know that's not Armadillo. Like, don't, please don't say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have read The Oval Portrait. The Telltale Heart, obviously. Ooh, I would have loved Caleb's take on the Telltale Heart. I have to read Stephanie's... Stephanie Kuhn, I believe their last name is pronounced. I have to read their uh, interpretation of it. Um, but yeah, like, it, it's... This is, like, such a fun book. And it's cool because you get to actually read, like, the originals as well. And like I said, Caleb, you know, brings a specific kind of uh, flair to everything he writes. And... The glittering death, like that phrase is used in the uh, the story, and it's I, that is such, like a, such a beautiful description of what is something that's awful, <laughs> um, which I feel like Caleb is really great at doing, <laughs> making something awful sound beautiful. But yeah, I I feel like these are two like perfect things for this time of year, um, especially if you're really into more like spooky things. And I guess the spooky part of the one in His Hideous Heart is that, you know, there's an obvious kidnapping and there's a murderer. Um, I I would refer to that as spooky. It's definitely scary to me. Um, the life is short and then you die thing. Um, there are, on the back it says, life is filled with firsts. First kiss, first love, and your first dead body. <laughs> oh, and first job too. Um, so, which I, I think is like a perfect description of this book and it's also like a funny thing to put on a book so it's like oh yeah I'll pick this up it's so funny my edition of His Hideous Heart uh, when I went to go pick it up I didn't realize that there there's like a part of the Raven remix by Amanda Loveless is it Lovelace or Loveless I always say Loveless um so there are panels that are blacked out, almost like it's like a military letter being sent to someone and they have to black out things. Um, on those pages, my book was completely sealed, so I had to separate them with a knife. Um, and it turns out, like, this edition, like the one I have, it was just like a printing error. It looks like it was just, like, improperly sealed. So I have, like, a weird, like, bit of, like... It looks like it was, like, glued together, um, the, the pages were never separated, um, which was interesting because I had to like rip open the book to that page and it's all like blacked out bars. Um, it's kind of meant to be read like we blacked out this part, this part and this part. But like one of the lines is like darkness, blacked out part, 
in blacked out part M blacked out part E. So it's like darkness in me. Uh, then I whispered Lenore, Lenore and nothing. The Raven perched just above my chamber door and said, uh, run <laughs> now. Yeah. It's just like very interesting. I had, a, I guess the ripping of the pages kind of added to the fact that I was like, what is this? Um, which I thought was cool, but I know it wasn't done on purpose, but, um, yeah, I think these are really cool for this time of year. Um, especially if you want to examine, um, and authors, like, it's almost like an assignment. It's like, yeah, you have to reimagine, like, an Edgar Allan Poe story to, like, be within, like, the same idea, but, like, different at the same time. And it, it's done really well. Um, and Caleb's work is always fantastic. And if you haven't read Death Prefers Blondes, have you even read anything? <laughs> but, um, yeah, Caleb's a great author. Um, they're also wildly political active, politically active, um, which I adore and appreciate. And it's just, why wouldn't you want to read, like, cool reimaginings of Edgar Allan Poe's work? And, like, why wouldn't you want to read, like, a bunch of, like, short stories about death <laughs> in the month of October? But yeah, um, that's all I have. I know this is, like, a very short episode, but <laughs> I spread myself really thin in October, and my computer recently broke, and I had to get another one. And it was just, like, a big, huge ordeal. Uh, so making sure I got all of the episodes up this month was uh, really difficult, especially since my computer is about 10 years old, which I don't think is that old. But apparently in iMac time, that is very old. And this is actually the last recording coming from that computer. So uh, RIP, literally. But... Um, yeah, it's just, it's been a very difficult month in terms of getting things together on time um, to my standard and to make sure that I delivered everything that I promised because I said I would do it and that means I'm going to do it. And I actually am really glad that I got all the work up and I'm really glad that I got to read these two stories because they're really fun, um, which is weird to say about the kind of work that they are, but you know what I'm saying. So I would definitely go out and get it. Um, His Hideous Heart is edited by Dahlia Adler. Yeah, Dahlia Adler. And funny, that's the name of my drag daughter, Dahlia Dahlia Dahmer, yeah. Um, Obviously not Dahlia Adler. uh, But um, I, I believe I follow them on Twitter, and they're like a huge champion of people's work. So... Definitely give Caleb a follow. Definitely give Dahlia a follower. A follower. Definitely give Caleb a follow. And definitely give Dahlia a follow as well. And uh, really, you should definitely pick these books up. Um, and then Life is Short is edited by Kelly Armstrong. Um, <laughs> first Encounters with Murder. Wow, I just saw that. Um, yeah, I... Uh, Thank you so much for turning into the Super Loop podcast, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.